What's up, guys? Jay Zhang here with you with Against the Grain and Zhang Nation. If you hear the air conditioner and the fan combo, two-hit combo. If you hear that in the background, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sweat my ass off. So it's going to run in the background while I do a podcast. Got the AC unit, got the big fan right next to it, and it's got me a little bit cooled off. If I keep my back to it and it hits my back and I keep my shirt off, I am feeling okay. Feeling okay. Yep, it's humid, it's hot. These thunderstorms that are rolling in and out here in greater Cincinnati have not been very helpful. They've been making it more humid. They have not been cooling it off much. For about 10 minutes earlier tonight when I was out doing phones for a little bit, the uh, phone said it was 86 degrees. I refreshed it to be sure. And it did not feel like 86. There for a split second, it felt like it might be 70. And there was a nice breeze going. That was about 7 p.m. But other than that, it has been relentless. Complete and utter relentlessness. Mother Nature is not playing around with our asses. Wants us to know what hell feels like. And thus, the humidity and the heat. Um, but obviously I'm going to talk about more than just the weather. There's a few things I wanted to get going about. Um, I am hearing that Eric Trump is in hot water, that he's on the hot seat lately for making the statement that George Floyd, you know, uh, the, uh, memorial, that little monument for him was, uh, destroyed and I think it was uh, natural I think it was the weather or whatever did some uh, good damage to it and I do believe that uh, he's in hot water because he said that he thought that maybe God was responsible for it and the context that I'm taking that in is that he's saying you know what the BLM movement It's trash, and George Floyd's what sparked it. So I'm glad that that happened. That was God talking. Now, that's the context that I'm taking. Not that I'm taking, per se, but that's the context that I believe people are taking his statement in. I, however, I have other thoughts about it. I have some other thoughts. Hey, my son, real quick. What up, Big Charles? What's up? doing a uh, podcast. I figured I'd bring him in. I'm going to bring him in and have him play guitar sometime in the background because this dude can bang. You know it. He can bang. He's a musician and a half already. He ain't even 14 just yet. And he's a baller on that guitar. He can sing, too. He can do it all. Got percussion skills. He's got a little bit of piano skills, guitar skills, bass skills, vocal skills, harmony skills, backups. You name it. You name it. But uh, back to Mr. George Floyd and Mr. Eric Trump. That's the context that I believe that people are taking it in. However, I'm going to go against the grain for a minute. And I'm going to agree with Eric Trump's statement, but for a different reason. But for a different reason. I'm going to put a different spin on it. Why would God destroy George Floyd's monument and his memorial. 
You know, first off, George Floyd did not, by any means, deserve to die. He had a criminal record. A big criminal record. He had a handful of different crap on his record. But nothing constituted a, uh, a deserving of his death. By any means. Whatsoever. He did not deserve that. And justice needs to roll on out. And that shit needs to be taken care of. However. However. People are using George Floyd in vain. They're using his death in vain. And they are using it for negative reasons. They're using it for all these bad vibes, you know? And I'm not just talking about the looting that was going on, you know, the rioting and all that. I'm talking about all kinds of stuff, and they're invoking the name of George Floyd. Stuff that isn't even related to his death or the police. Like, just some of the wild and out that's going on. And what, I think God would do that to protect George Floyd. God would let that be destroyed. Like, look, y'all made a mockery out of him. Y'all made a mockery out of that poor man. He can't rest in peace when you guys are doing some dumbass shit in his name. That's the spin I'll put on it. And in that context, maybe God did. Uh, in the same token, let me just say it loud and clear. I believe that George Floyd is sitting up in heaven right now. And all this earthly stuff that's going on, all the, the bickering, all the color wars, I believe that uh, that's not a thing for George Floyd at all. I believe where he's at, he's in some pretty good shape. I believe he's met the Savior. I believe that... Hell, maybe they went bowling. Is there bowling in heaven? Who knows? But I do believe he is in a much better place. And I believe that uh, his name ought not to be vilified or taken in vain uh, in the act of, uh, or for the cause of stupidity. So I'll say that. I will twist what Eric Trump said and make it work for my, you know, my peaceful non-racist reasons because there's nuggets of truth in that there's nuggets of truth in that there's nuggets of truth that black lives matter because they do that's a big nugget of truth there's nuggets of truth and it's causing reverse racism in a major major negative fashion and that my friends is where I think they're taking his name in vain, and they ought not to. I have almost exclusively black friends, none that are white. That's real talk. You know, the whitest friend I ever had in the last decade or so was, uh, he had some uh, Ecuadorian, Guatemalan, something, but he was very very brown so brown that his last name was Spanish for brown and that's the closest thing to white that I had as a friend so I'll say that right off the rip right there Uh, and then I'll go on to say that the reverse racism is stupid and I definitely get the point 
I definitely get the point. Look, there is several, several African Americans that are uh, raised up on the belief that the entire reason that there are white people in this world was because they were devils. They were not supposed to exist, and they came down <coughs> to haunt the earth. And that blue-eyed thing, you know, that was not very earthly. You know, people were walking around, Pangea going on, everybody being in the, the middle of it all, <coughs> close to the equator. Everybody was walking around with dark skin and brown eyes and whatnot. And so, where did the, the white skin and the blue eyes come from? Had to have been some type of devil. So they were referred to, and still are, in many cases, as white devils. The white devil. There are churches that are predominantly black, if not all black, that still teach that to this day. Especially in the hoods, the ghettos, the projects that I frequent because I love getting down there. I love mixing with everybody because... I'm a study of psychology. I am a student of sociology. Still, you know, I took all the psych classes, all the social classes I had to. Um, I had about four or five of them in my heyday. I have a total of about five and a half years of uh, post-secondary education and a pair of associates to, uh, to show for it. But... The Soch and the Psych, they really, they help me relate to people, and I like to continue to do so, because the more you understand someone, the more you understand a culture, the more you can respect it, the more you can relate to it, and not just one, I'm talking about all, the more you do that, the better of a person you become, because you're understanding and accepting and relating and able to uh, get along with all cultures. So my biological grandma on my mom's side was a white devil. She had blonde hair, blue eyes. In the 60s, she had it put up in a beehive. She was a go-go dancer in the city, in the city, pole dancing, not doing anything too, you know, irrational, but she was a young woman once, go-go dancing, chilling, kicking it, and, you know, I have a lot of friends that are African American that might be referring to her as a white devil because of her blonde hair and her blue eyes. (laughs) How's that supposed to make me feel? Wait, I understand and accept that because I understand and accept where they came from. You know, 80 years ago, we were right in the First World War and just 80 years before that was the Civil War. And that Civil War only got the ball moving a little bit, not even rolling toward racial equality. And that was just a couple major wars ago, for real. It wasn't that long ago. And the civil rights movement of the 60s and Dr. King and everything, that was in my mom's lifetime. 
So that wasn't that long ago. So there are tons of reasons for white devil hatred. Okay? Get over it. But, um, you know, we're reaching a point now with all of the acceptance where acceptance needs to become a thing in terms of race. You know? Wise man once said that LGBTQ is pretty gay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, we're becoming more accepting of all that. We need to roll on the color acceptance and start building bridges, not burning them. Let's get it. It's high time. It's 2021. And all this being said, you know, just got rooted. All this just got rooted from one simple thing. George Floyd. May he rest in peace. Literally. Okay? Now, on to other things that aren't so political, so uh, thought-provoking, that might upset some. Speaking of culture. (laughs) MGK. Yes, good old Machine Gun Kelly. Him and his counterpart Megan Fox in crime have... And if you haven't heard about it, well, you're about to. They've done some crazy stuff. Uh, They were climbing out of a, a, like an eight-story building when they first got together. Megan Fox almost killed herself and fell, climbing in heels down this thing. No, another thing they did was uh, try to mix in with some South American culture. I believe they traveled to Brazil and... They wanted to try one of the craziest drugs, completely illegal in the U.S., just so they could get a feel for culture and get closer to spirituality. So this highly dangerous, terribly addictive, and really harsh drug, I can't remember the exact name of it, ayahuasca or something like that, Megan and MGK went into the rainforest of Brazil, underwent a three-day ceremony of doing all this crazy stuff to the point where they were all vomiting, a whole group of like 20 of them just vomiting everywhere, and that was designed to prepare that group to bond closer to each other, that way when they all took this very dangerous drug, they'd be closer and they could all join in on the spiritual awakening that they would get from taking the drug. And uh, there was some spiritual awakening, all right. Megan Fox got pretty close to death in her spiritual vision. Got to see what the darkness and hell and stuff is really like, and it really tripped her out. She thinks she might have even become a better person because of it. So that's some crazy information, you know, MGK, uh, Megan Fox escaping to Brazil to do some of the wildest drugs out on the black market. (laughs) Hey, crazy stuff right there. Crazy stuff. And moreover, oh, before I get to Justin Bieber, let me just continue on the Megan Fox train. Megan Fox openly by was flirting hardcore 
with a model, uh, what's her name, Adriana uh, Lima, on Instagram, just flat out saying, hey, girl, everything from, uh, you know, her just talking about how cute she is to let's go on a date. And they mentioned boyfriend MGK. Said, yeah, yeah, he can come along too. He can, he can help do our nails or something. <laughs> and you know what? I bet you MGK would be down with that. I'm like hell yeah. If it, if it involves a hot threesome with you two, I'm on it. I'll do your nails all day. I'll do my nails. So, there's that. Now, on to Justin Bieber. And this is far, far right wing news. So, take it for what it's worth, but, you know, there's, there's this real thing where, where the rich are doing some crazy stuff. The rich are doing some crazy stuff. So crazy, as a matter of fact, that I'm going to walk into another room just so my younger babies don't hear this. It's said that there's a group of people that are kidnapping children and I'm talking young children two, three years old and getting them really scared getting, you know, just stimulating their minds to where they're really scared and when that adrenaline in them is pumping that's the point where they will slit the child's throat and kill them they'll let that blood drain and then drink the blood with the adrenaline in the blood They believe that that causes great strength and power in these sickos that are doing it. Justin Bieber has uh, mentioned that he walked in to a, uh, a building with someone who invited him, and he saw a child, no older than two, scalped completely in the corner of a room, dead. And that's what they were doing in this room. And he said he had to get the hell up out of there. Um, It's been a little while since this was said, but I'd never heard of this. And that's something I thought I'd make mention of. Like I said, there's some far-right media, but take it for what it's worth. What the hell is that? That's some shit, isn't it? If that's true, I mean, that's just beyond terrible terrible and there are people that are talking about this being a thing kidnapping rings within the wealthy and stuff like that being done in addition to some of the sickest of pedophilia that you can imagine and on that note I'm going to walk back into my room where I got my little ones and I'm going to quit discussing it because that's that's that's. I don't even know what the hell to say I really don't. Um, This show's gotten crazy because of all the stuff that I've made mention of in one show. All the... uh, (laughs) I definitely was against the grain tonight, wasn't I? But, hell, if I don't tell you, who will? So for my seven listeners out there, drop a line, you know? Communicate with me through social media communicate with me through email if you're on my Facebook shoot me a comment when I post it and tell me what you think about this am I right about the whole George Floyd thing you know 
Doesn't he deserve to rest in peace? We had idiots like Nancy Pelosi saying, uh, thank you for for giving us your life. Like, no, he didn't give us your life. <laughs> he didn't give He was murdered in cold blood, you stupid bitch. <laughs> but I give up. I digress. 20 minutes of my speak. It's probably enough for one night. So what I'll do right now is let everybody go. And, uh, podcast again soon. I didn't last night because I finally, for the first time in a while, got out of town and got to do a fun delivery to one of my favorite states, the great state of West Virginia. Went to an airport in Bridgeport in the middle of the night. Did a nice little delivery. But now I'm twiddling my thumbs again, and I'm back. But I'm signing off for now. I'll talk to everybody later. Hey there, Ashton. Say hi. Say hi to the crowd. Say hi. Hi, fans. That's right. Take care, everybody. Stay safe and God bless. Hey.